Alright everybody, welcome back to Bucky's 5th Podcast. This is your host, Owen Reese. Uh, Just a short show for you today, not a ton of news outside of football recruiting, uh, so that's what we're going to hit hard and heavy this week. So uh, just as a opening note before we really get into the recruiting thing, something that has, I guess, some potential to have some bearing on the recruiting, uh, a day or so ago, uh, I'm recording this Thursday night, Within the last day or so, it's been announced that Skylar Myers, uh, a class of 2019 recruit uh, who's already on campus uh, this summer, obviously working with the team, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, there's not much news out there right now. Uh, like I said, he's a, an incoming freshman from Missouri and uh, projected to play outside linebacker with Spencer Lytle in this class. Uh, so like I said, it's pretty unexpected. Uh, we don't have much information now. Uh, so I'm not going to speculate uh, on the young man and what's going on. Uh, but I guess a couple of things really, uh, like I said, so it opens up a scholarship spot for one. It it drops the Badgers down to 84 current scholarships. Uh, obviously the limit's 85, so um, that opens up a spot. So there's two different ways this can go. Uh, one, do you reward uh, a current player, a walk-on, with a scholarship for the 2019 season? Or... Do you use that spot, and if you want to get a bit more aggressive in recruiting as we enter the uh, latter stages of this class, you can do so and add a another prospective scholarship player to this class. Uh, this class very widely expected to be a smaller class, uh, probably somewhere in that 14 to 16 commitment range. Uh, they've already got 11, obviously, so... Um, you know, maybe this, this scholarship with, with Myers entering the transfer portal, maybe that bumps that up. Maybe they go get to 17. Uh, and like I said, or maybe they, they reward a current player uh, already on the roster with a scholarship. So like I said, there's not many details on the situation right now, so we're not going to look too far into it. Um, the view from a thousand feet, it opens up a scholarship spot. Um, and, and obviously we wish the best, uh, for Skylar moving forward regardless of the situation. So, again, what does that mean? Okay, so moving into 2020, we had two commitments this week. Uh, Jordan Turner, a linebacker, three-star linebacker by both Rivals and 24-7, committed on Sunday. Uh, Turner, like I said, a three-star linebacker, is uh, listed at 6'1 and 225 pounds. Uh, He's from Farmington, Michigan, and was the first piece uh, in the puzzle uh, to to really kind of enter here. Um, played outside linebacker and, or excuse me, plays inside linebacker in an odd front system in high school. And he had mentioned that in some articles about that, that the familiarity will, will benefit him. Uh, I think pretty widely was being recruited as a, like a 4-3 outside linebacker for the most part, uh, obviously, but Wisconsin likes him inside. Wisconsin, one of the few teams that runs a 3-4 base defense, 
uh, in the Big Ten and, and really in, in Division One football as a whole. Uh, so they have a, a bit different uh, set of wish lists uh, or traits that they possess, they look for in, in recruits. Um, so Jordan Turner will play inside linebacker for the Badgers. Uh, a quick kid uh, shows on film the propensity to really kind of lower the boom. Uh, very good as a closing player and then uh, kind of grabbing the leg and wrapping and rolling uh, to bring the ball carrier down to the ground. So that was a nice start um, for for the Badgers. Excuse me, that was on Monday. I apologize. Committed on Monday the 24th. Uh, and then to follow that up, uh, the next day on Tuesday, the, uh, the Badgers get a commitment from Malik Reed, an outside linebacker uh, recruit who, again, will play inside for the Badgers from Chandler, Arizona. Uh, was between Wisconsin, Nebraska, and UCLA for Reed. Uh, I was informed uh, by a source that works at UCLA um, on Monday night that he had told or informed UCLA that he would not be going there. Uh, so really brought it down to Wisconsin and and Nebraska. Uh, and, and again, the message I received from that source very much indicated that it was um, it was the Badgers that would be getting Reed and, and obviously the next day that pops up. Again, Reed, uh six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds, another athletic kid, uh good in coverage, uh, which will help I think with Wisconsin, um, looking to be a bit more flexible on defense. Reed will find his way on the field earlier due to that ability and coverage. Uh and, and another guy who's really a run and hit linebacker, athletic kid, kid really has some nice range um and, and arrives to the ball with bad intentions. Those are two uh, I mean, they're not going to wow anybody. They're, you know, by 24-7, they're rated as the the 39th and 40th linebackers in the country or outside linebackers in the country. <clears throat> but as we've seen in the past, Wisconsin, much more about fit than, than recruiting uh, merit <clears throat> at the linebacker position in particular. Uh, you know, see guys like Chris Orr, who is a, a, a very high or low two-star to three-star recruit, depending on what sites you look at, TJ Edwards, uh, a, a lower recruit in that same area as or Ryan Connolly, a, a walk-on, Jack Sitchi, a walk-on. So as we've seen, Wisconsin will develop the kids they get. They're not really worried about needing five-star recruits to play inside linebacker. I think these two have quite a bit of potential and, and should be a fun and exciting pairing uh, over the next few years. Uh, with Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel and Chris Orr, really already in that that inside linebacker conversation uh, the Badgers already set up for the future the future with with Sanborn a sophomore and and Chanel really impressing in spring a true freshman uh, it'll be nice to see uh, the Badgers potentially in 2020 or 2021 be able to get back to the rotation that they really had in 2016 and 17 when they were able to play Jack Sitchie in the middle and TJ Edwards and Ryan Conley and Chris Orr, and they were able to rotate those guys in, keep them fresh throughout the game, put them in positions to succeed, and and really to have just a bunch of NFL caliber players in the inside of that defense. So uh, as we've seen with this 3-4 defense, the inside linebackers are the ones that make it go. You need good players there. Like I said, Wisconsin, very confident in their ability to develop players there. Uh, but nonetheless, Reed and Turner were two big gets for the Badgers in this class. So as we near um, closer and closer to the end of the 2020 recruiting cycle, what's left? Um, and and there's a, there will be an article going up uh, tomorrow or Friday uh, on Bucky's fifth quarter, kind of taking a look at the 2020 class 
and and the state of it and what's what's to come here. There's really about six guys that are really kind of coming down to the wire here. Uh, six guys for approximately probably four spots. Um, you know, the first we'll we'll start on offense. Uh, Demonte Trainum committed to Arizona State this week, so there were really two running backs that were really considered for uh, considered to be top priorities for Wisconsin. It was Trainum and Cavantre Bradford from Texas. Obviously, with Trainum out of the picture now. Bradford should become the top priority at running back. He visited officially a few weeks ago. It'll be curious to see how this turns out, but um, probably think that Bradford is the the top of the board, uh, plan A target right now at running back. Uh, Would be shocked to see anyone else really make a run at that. Uh, I have to think that if Bradford chooses to go somewhere else, either Wisconsin will kind of take a look down their board and, and see if there's a specialty type back that they like, whether it's a guy who's just really more of a power back or a scat back, uh, or and maybe even just not address the position at all in 2020 and, and really try to load up in 2021. So um, the next is Daniel Jackson, the wide receiver from Kansas. He's a former high school teammate of Graham Mertz uh, at Bishop Beige in Kansas and is basically down to Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. Uh, Jackson's a four-star receiver. I think obviously that, that relationship with Mertz is huge. Uh, and then again, really Malik Reed, uh, had developed a bit of a quick friendship with Jackson. Uh, and so that does nothing to hurt the Badgers chances for Jackson as a receiver. I think he would be more of a luxury pick at this point or a luxury commitment for the Badgers. They already have Chumire DK committed, uh, the, the wide receiver from Waukesha North. And to me, like I said, Jackson is a, a cherry on the top type guy. Uh, he's by no means a need. The Badgers only have one senior on the roster at receiver. They're very young there as well as they are in the secondary. However, you don't turn down good players when they want to play for your program. I think Jackson's really a guy that the Badgers will find room for uh, in, in the case that they were, you know, maybe come up short with scholarships or or Jackson were to commit and they were quote unquote full. I think he's a guy that you make room for and you'll figure it out down the line. At tight end, Cam Large uh, from Massachusetts. He's six foot five and around 240, 245 pounds. This is the, you know, maybe one of the more potentially upsetting uh, in a good way for Badger fans uh, situations here in recruiting. Cam Large's uh, final four are Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. All four of those programs are extremely successful, but one of them is not like the other three, and that's Wisconsin. Uh, Things are apparently trending optimistically for the Badgers regarding large, uh, with a chance here to maybe really to sneak one and get large uh, while the other three are are potentially recruiting uh, more sought-after tight ends. Uh, But large would be a guy that's probably more of an inline guy uh, with the outside linebacker commits we've seen, uh, probably some potential for Cole Dakovich from, from Catholic Memorial to end up as a tight end. And he's more of that H-back move tight end, like you saw, probably what the Badgers envisioned Kyle Penniston being. And what Jake Ferguson has done quite a bit now, uh, large would be more of that wide tight end, inline tight end that we've seen uh, from guys like Troy Fumagalli and, and even uh, you know, you've seen with like someone like Luke Benshaw and Xander Neville, who have currently been on the roster. So, those are the three on offense. I think on off the offensive line, they're pretty set. Um, another commit, uh, I guess I, I would be um, remiss if I didn't mention this. 
received a walk-on commitment uh, from Sean Timmis, a Marquette University High School lineman, uh, turned down uh, 20 plus scholarship offers uh, from a lot of uh, mid-major Division ones to FCS to Ivy League schools to be a preferred walk-on with Wisconsin. Uh, Timmis is the sixth commitment for the offensive line, like I said, five on scholarship, and then Timmis uh, likely to play inside. Uh, you mentioned that during his recruiting process, uh, likely play inside either at tackle or excuse me at guard or center, uh, not at tackle, uh, and so that'll be an interesting uh, projection moving forward. Bringing in six offensive linemen in one class, obviously only five can play at a time. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how that shapes out. I think it's just a further uh, demonstration, though, of Wisconsin looking to really kind of firm up that that offensive line depth for a position that really is is in much better hands than it was when Chris got to Madison. You saw during spring ball, guys like Aaron Vopel and Cormac Sampson moved to the offensive line, along with Caden Lyles moving back from the D line. Uh, some new faces there, and maybe you know, maybe that's out of out of pure potential for those guys. Maybe they're in a better position to play at offensive line than they would have been at their previous positions, or, and probably something I would I would tend to maybe believe a bit more. The Badgers needed bodies along the offensive line. Obviously, losing Dietzen in the four draft picks, or excuse me, the four NFL guys, um, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. And, uh, or excuse me, three offensive, three NFL players in, in Dieter Benshaw and in Dave Edwards. And then losing John Dietzen, uh, was the, the fourth guy to, to a, basically a medical retirement. Um, you know, the Wisconsin offensive line group lost a ton of production, a ton of experience and four spots. Uh, so obviously bringing in six guys are looking to sure that back up. Uh, so Timmis, I'm sure, will help do that, kind of be um, one of four potential interior guys between Ben Barton, Dylan Barrett, Tanner Bordellini, and then Timmis. So, again, to finish up on the defensive side of the ball, I really think there are three guys that, that Wisconsin's still waiting for. One uh, is the defensive lineman, Nash Huttmacher. Uh, he's from Chamberlain, South Dakota, uh, one of the top prep heavyweight wrestlers in the country. And, um, you know, really is, is an exceptional athlete for a guy his size. Uh, he would play nose tackle at Madison. I think that he probably <clears throat> is the uh, – would probably make the biggest impact in this defense. I think Caden Johnson, who we'll talk about here in a second, is a potential impact guy. But uh, really this Wisconsin defense, and like I said, this 3-4 base needs a nose tackle. They have one scholarship nose tackle who has game experience on the roster right now, and that's Bryson Williams. So it'll be interesting to see how we move forward there. Uh, it's basically between Nebraska and Wisconsin from what reports have indicated. Huttmacher's final three were Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Oregon, uh, although, like I said, widely considered to be a Wisconsin versus Nebraska race here. Uh, it'll be curious to see where Huttmacher goes, but would be a big-time get for Wisconsin uh, this late in the ballgame with the class forming the way it would be. Uh, to join Cade McDonald there on the defensive line. Two more left, one being Caden Johnson uh, from Minnehaha Academy in Minnesota, 6'4", 220, um, would play outside linebacker in this defense. I just mentioned he's, he's a stud. He'd be a, a big-time impact player on this defense. To pair with Nick Herbig, you'd have two four-star outside linebackers in this class. Certainly a sight for sore eyes uh, for the Badgers with what the position looks like right now, obviously looking to get some production from Spencer Lytle in the next couple of years. Um, and then obviously with 
with what we mentioned earlier, Skylar Myers brought in to be an outside linebacker, now being in the transfer portal. It will be interesting to see how the Badgers do that, but Caden Johnson adding to her big would be a big-time addition to that room talent-wise um, and, and would be two good gets on the trail for the Badgers um, and you know could show future recruits Wisconsin is able to get those four-star guys. And finally, last but not least, uh, the last guy that Wisconsin, I think, is really targeting here is Max Lofi, the corner from Colorado Springs. His, both of his parents are from Wisconsin. He visited officially this past weekend. Uh, rave reviews um, on articles from 24-7 and rivals from him. I would feel very safe betting that Lofi ends up as a Wisconsin Badger. Probably the safest of all of the six potential kids that Wisconsin's still recruiting. Uh, seems to be a slam dunk type of guy uh, for the Badgers. Like I said, he has the family. Um, the family is from Wisconsin. He has ties that way. Wisconsin's only looking for probably one member of the secondary in this class at all. Uh, the Badgers don't have a senior on the roster, uh, either a cornerback or safety. So they're not looking to bring in a ton of kids. Lofi is a, a 5'11", 170-pound guy. Um, you know, I know Arizona State's very interested, uh, but they're they're really full. Um, at the uh, defensive back position, so it'd be very interesting to see where um, you know where this recruitment ends up. But I, I really I have a pretty overwhelming feeling here that Lofi ends up as a Wisconsin Badger. So really, eleven commitments, probably fifteen to sixteen spots, depending on what they do with that Skyler Myers Skyler Myers scholarship spot. I think if Wisconsin can land three of those six, I think they're very happy. Um, and, and heading into 2021, going to be a bigger class, uh, and they'll have a bit more flexibility that way. But I think in 2020, if they're able to land, like I said, um, you know, maybe three, even three to four of those six guys, they're still really pursuing. I think that's a slam dunk way to end this class. It's currently ranked 30th by 24 seven. It's going to continue to go down. I think Wisconsin will fill up spots much before, a lot of other schools are, um, you know, they'll end up somewhere in that mid 30s to maybe 40 range, I would imagine, with the small class, uh, but certainly a, a solid class thus far and, and with some potential to really end strong here. The last piece of business we have to talk about today, uh, like I said, it's a, a bit of a shorter episode, uh, mostly just recruiting stuff, but I wanted to get this out, um, you know, trying to get a podcast a week here um, and, and really kind of touch on some of this news. So, in the flurry of commitments earlier this week on Tuesday, in the class of 2021, received their third commitment of that class, uh, Deacon Paya Hill, a quarterback from Santa Barbara, California. Uh, he had visited Wisconsin a few weeks ago. He's uh, six foot four and 225 pounds, heading into his junior year. Uh, so a, a healthy young man and uh, a, a bigger quarterback. You can tell on film he's got a very strong arm. He reminds me a bit of, uh, and I don't mean to, to knock his mobility like this, but um, you know he's a bigger, thick quarterback like that. He really reminded me of Byron Leftwich, to be honest, watching him on film. Obviously, it's just a highlight tape, uh, but you know, kind of a not not unathletic, but maybe lumbery, or is, is a bit more. He's not the the most smooth athlete, uh, and he's a big kid, but a rocket arm, big over the top delivery, and and was really able to do some nice work, hit some tight window throws in that highlight video, obviously is a highlight video, but nonetheless, I think there's, um, 
you know, there's a lot to like about this kid. And obviously after not taking a quarterback in 2020, Hill made sense. The reports were that there was only going to be one quarterback taken in 2020 or 2021, excuse me. So I'm curious to see how this works out. The Badgers had Ty Thompson, uh, a quarterback from Arizona on campus this past weekend as an unofficial visit. And the four-star 2021 recruit, I know is very high, at least from articles, still very high on Wisconsin. So wouldn't be the first time that we've heard a report that only one player would be taken at a position and that were to change throughout the process. So it'll be curious to uh, to continue to monitor this spot, obviously with Hill getting his spot in early and then potentially Thompson or another quarterback garnering the attention of Wisconsin moving forward. So 2020, Jordan Turner, Malik Reed, Sean Timmis, probably five to six guys left that they really, really want. 2021, Deacon Hill gets the quarterback spot. Is that the only spot still to be seen? And then Skylar Myers, uh, the, the freshman outside linebacker, enters the transfer portal. Again, no details at this time, um, so I'm not going to speculate, but does put the Badgers uh, one spot underneath that scholarship limit. Could go to either a walk-on or an additional spot in the 2020 class. So, again, like I said, it's a shorter episode. We'll be right back after a short break to pay some bills, uh, and we'll wrap up here on Bucky's fifth podcast. Great questions every week, and and, um, obviously one of the better fan bases, the smarter fan bases around is the the Badger football fan base. So uh, very much appreciate the questions, uh, like I said, I didn't want you to think that we forgot about you. Uh, this is just kind of a last-second thing, poorly planned on my part, so that's my fault. And uh, like I said, next week we'll be able to get the mailbag section done uh, and probably be a much bigger part of the show. So with that, just wanted to wrap up the podcast. Uh, Bucky's Fifth Podcast is a part of the SB Nation Team Brands Network. Very thankful to be able to be a part of that. Um, please continue to support the podcast. We very much appreciate it. Uh, it helps us. It helps SB Nation um, and in turn helps you guys get better content uh, from all of your favorite podcast platforms. So again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, and any other uh, your favorite po- uh, favorite podcast platforms. Um, and like I said, very much appreciate you guys listening as always. Uh, we try to make this show as good as we can. So please uh, leave a rating and a review. Uh, let us know how we can uh, and help improve the podcast, what you guys want to hear, uh, what you don't want to hear. Uh, and please, if you could, uh, leave a five-star review. Very much appreciate that when you do that. So again, signing off, this is Owen Reese from Bucky's Fifth Podcast. And as always, on Wisconsin.